And welcome to the 320 Club podcast. Why is it called the 320 Club? Well, 420 was already taken and happy hours happening somewhere else. Okay, so there's a lot going on with the Yanks lately. And we will get to that soon enough. I'll give you a bit of an appetizer with a couple of drams we made about two weeks ago after we recorded episode 40. Think of it as context for what's going on now where citizens are literally being told to inject bleach into their bodies by the goblin they voted for. As a reminder, our We Dram series consists of a conversation usually recorded after a main episode, which we divide up into bite-sized chunks. I'm calling this particular series Hoedown, as a good chunk of the conversation was oriented around our neighbors to the south. And what would a good hoedown be without the musical interludes of Aaron Copeland? You'll hear it at the end of each dram, and I'll include a link into the show notes. You might recognize it from a famous commercial back in the 90s. I'm sorry, Mr. Copeland, that your fine compositional talents had to be associated with the state that your country is currently in for our entertainment, but the show must go on, and there ain't no business like show business. That said, if the pendulum begins to swing backward towards reason, your music will serve as an excellent homage to that effort. Without further ado, please enjoy our Wee Dram series, Hoedown. Okay, so you were telling me, yeah, you sent me a message... Uh, the other day, you were talking about Quebec, and uh, it was a Quebecois uh, fellow there talking about how there's like it, he basically was saying it was like a Ponzi scheme from the government, the local uh, municipal, yeah. well, the municipal government. Well, no, okay, so it's a, it's um like it's a farcical take on yeah. yeah. So so now in Quebec, uh, I believe this is true in Ontario, but I'm not certain. Now in Quebec, if you gather outside, you can be subject to a thousand dollar fine. Um, so what he was drawing a parallel between is um, an issue that most Montrealers will know as something they hate, where the government spent like hundreds of millions of dollars putting lights on the Champlain Bridge so they could light it up with different things. And now they have a rainbow because like now I don't know about in Ontario, but right now all the houses like people are getting their kids to draw rainbows and put them in the window like everything's going to be OK. Although I saw a great one that someone had written over top, Vous allez tout mourir, um, which I thought was hilarious. But um, Translation for us uh, Anglophone you're, folks? You're all going to die. Did, uh, did yeah. he put it on an old folks home? Uh, probably. Wow. I, I, just saw it, I just saw it on Facebook. But um, So the Champlain Bridge has been doing this rainbow uh, thing. So the guy was talking about how it's a scheme from the government because they're like, Oh look, we lit up the bridge, you know? And then you're like, Oh, I'll take my kids to see the bridge. And you're outside. Flow thousand dollar fine. <laughs> That's so, so yeah. <laughs> it, it makes sense when you think about it. That's crazy. I don't think that's actually the, the truth of what's happening. Cost the, 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 the thesis cost of his argument. Recuperation. Cost yeah. Recuperation. Got to make, got to make money somehow, right? Increase carbon tax, fine people got to pay for all these coronavirus benefits. But, um, there's, um, you know, his his cogent point within that was like, why don't you use this time when nobody's got to get to work or anything to fix the fucking roads around here? Because they always like the roads in Quebec are notoriously bad and they can't ever fix them because traffic is so high on them and the roads are so small comparative to city sizes. So now would be the perfect time. 
Um, but construction workers aren't doing anything, obviously social distancing and everything. But like, I don't know if you've ever seen a road crew in Quebec. There's one dude filling a pothole and then like four dudes just kind of standing around looking at him. So if you I cut those, yeah, if you cut those four dudes standing around looking at him, that one guy is socially distant, filling potholes, doing his thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, he can, and he can make real money. He doesn't have to get a coronavirus benefit. But this is Quebec. You probably get both. Yeah. Fuck. That's funny. <laughs> Just give him a, give him a uh, vaccine. Does not be the right one. Yeah, any vaccine. You're fine now. This, this, if we just told Quebec road crews that it only affects Anglophones, they'd be thrilled. They'd be out there. That's why Montreal has so many cases. They'd just be out kicking it, doing whatever they need to do. <laughs> wow. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, so... What did you you said the other day that Canada in total has probably hit about ten thousand? It was like yesterday or the day before. Uh, I had the I had the figures ahead of me earlier. I think we're over ten thousand. We yeah. we've breached two hundred deaths. I know that much. Yeah, I know it was a hundred deaths like a few days ago, and then all of a sudden that number seems to have shot up quite a bit. Yeah, uh, we are at. Oh, 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 let me see. I got the figures right here. We are at 14,000 confirmed cases, 2,600 recovered, 233 deaths. Yeah, it is exponential. Well, of course yeah. it is. It's disease mapping. But like if yeah. you look at the um, if you look at the top, like the the so worldwide is currently sitting at 1.2 million confirmed cases, 64,700 deaths. The U.S., accounts for 311,000 of those confirmed cases and 8,400 of the deaths. Spain's at 126,000 cases, 11,900 deaths, and Italy's 124,000 cases, 15,360 deaths. So one thing that we were talking about on the main podcast that you weren't privy to there, Cognac, was uh, it was uh, talking about masks and this whole thing with three uh, Trump. Uh, shut down 3M. Uh, we're not shutting down. I'm not shutting down. Let me let me be accurate here. They're basically advising that 3M do not export to Canada. I don't know if they can actually say that they're. Uh, they can actually tell them you are not allowed, or there's legislation um, put in place saying you are well, provoked from doing so. They theoretically could, but then 3M Canada would just make them here. Yeah, and that's basically the crux of the discussion that Whiskey and I had. Yeah, um, so he, it's, he, it's he been more cost-effective. So I actually did a lot of reading into this when I saw this. Um, so oh, it's more cost-effective, and there's more um, infrastructure in place to produce them in the United States than there is here, um, which is why it's just been done that way, because it's a company, right? So like, this is the thing that this is the thing where the world gets weird um, in terms of how we think about um, property ownership as individuals and stuff like that. Like, um, you know, Mr. Peugeot has been dead for hundreds of years, but his company, or well, 800 years, but his company is still alive making cars in France, but it's owned by a German, a German company that's headquartered in Italy. You know what I mean? Like global corporations get a little bit complicated um, in, in terms of traditionally understanding how things work. So for the U.S. to say, okay, 3M, um, you are no longer allowed to export masks to Canada, they'll say, um, well, firstly, you saw their response was like, that's that's a terrible idea. And we're, we're just not going to do that unless you execute a legislative order that forces us not to. But in which case, they'll just produce them elsewhere. 
they'll just divert resources and employees to 3M Canada to make them here. Yeah, and and that 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 also Trudeau um, went on the news and and talked about how um, 3M America that makes these masks is supplied by Canadian paper companies who ship paper product to the U.S. for them to make these masks out of to then ship them back to Canada. The world yeah. economy is in a very intertwined and, and complex place. It's almost like uh, a series of. Uh uh, diplomatic uh, alliances that have been constructed by Bismarck. It is. and well, it's almost it's almost like an ecology, right? So, and yeah. and the uh, president of 3M Canada <laughs> stated it that way. She said that she urges all members of the supply ecology of these masks to not increase costs um, because of increased demand. Yeah. Speaking at Germany, it's funny we were sharing this. Uh, I, I, I want to talk. I want to talk about the Germans for a minute here, because we were kind of sharing a little bit of a meme, and like, this is something that's been going around, floating around visit, on social visit media. Germany before Germany visits you. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> but also <laughs> the that meme that I I shared with you guys. Uh, Germany. It says uh, Germany wasn't really fucking around with the emergency fund for freelancers. The applications went live on Friday, and 5,000 euros in grants have already been transferred into people's accounts as of yesterday. That was uh, that was a couple of days ago. So that, I, I shared that on Friday, so it was probably like a day or two before that that had happened. So just saying that their actions they were taking uh, were very quick. They were very quick to respond, and they had everything ready to go. And somebody responded, this Jordan DeFazio responded, he says, because they know the consequences of a frustrated painter choosing a new occupation. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's that's insane. So how do you like, I don't know. Do you do you know what's actually going on in Germany to, to be able to comment on that stuff? So that that particularly is about um, freelancers not being covered under traditional German welfare benefits because they're independent contractors and they're self-employed. So they can't point to any loss of job um, because of so they don't they, they weren't employed by Audi or Volkswagen or whatever and lost that job because they can't go to work. So they couldn't apply for traditional um, um, uh, coronavirus kind of welfare stuff. Um, but what they did was if you had a business license where you were an independent contractor, um, that can't work because you can't, you know, go around doing scaffolding or whatever the hell you do, you could apply for this other grant is all it was. It's all about that German efficiency. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I've been watching, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a huge fan of, um, BBC's top gear, but like, when it was Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, and, and James yeah. May, not not okay. now. Uh, no, it's, and, it's and, not Jer- now. And, and James May was telling a story about, um, you know, meeting with a German friend of his and asking him what the penalty for driving without a driver's license would be. And his German friend is like, well, you cannot do this. It's impossible. You do not have a license, right? And he's like, no, no, but like, if if you if you did drive without a license, what would be the penalty? And, and the guy's like, but it's impossible. You don't have a license. Like it's just they just they, the Germans. I mean, I remember being in Berlin on a completely empty street with 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 the little red man telling me not to walk. But there was an empty street. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. And the audible gasp from the Germans behind me because I broke the rules <laughs> as I crossed the road was hilarious. That's it's just the way they are. They're so it's so orderly and disciplined. Then everything's so 
you know, regimented, and uh, it's that's nuts, nuts. I can't imagine. Yeah, it's like the anti-Americans, right? Like Americans, yeah, really, is. Like, really like, is. Americans, like I, I think I've said it on this podcast before, but my my example I always give is you could tell Americans that they have to eat or they have to drink water, you know, two liters of water every day, and half of them would be like, "Fuck that," and drink four liters of Mountain Dew instead, well, right? Like we were just, just talking, it, we were just talking about it just before we hit the record button about uh, Tiger King, like oh my that, god prime example like okay so okay i'm on episode four so don't spoil anything <laughs> but i've finished every single episode saying what the fuck is going on <laughs> i do not understand like this this dude gets married to two other men in oklahoma and like the clergy woman's like well traditional marriage doesn't mean anything anymore and we have a weird one in front of us like that doesn't mean like what what the can, fuck is happening? It just tells me. Oh my god! So, whiskey and I were talking about this on the episode we just recorded. You are devalued in my eyes. <laughs> I am never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> Although, okay, so if you're a car dude like I am, I've been looking online at like Auto Trader and stuff because you can buy like a 2016 Aston Martin for like 60 grand right now because some dude who makes all his money off of the market just got slapped with that recession dick right in the forehead. Oh, and uh, <laughs> he's offloading whatever assets he has. Oh no. It's going to be amazing for people so, that have income. So whiskey and I were talking about this uh, on the ep- main episode that we're whiskey's we, being quite quiet, by the way, he is, he is, he's typing. I, I, I have questions for him uh after this but it was kind of interesting because we were talking about uh tiger king and he hasn't seen it at all and i'm trying to explain it to him like an idiot and and i I, it's so hard to explain and so i was just like sitting here it's like i wish cognac was here because he'd be able to provide context it is the most american thing i've ever seen it is it really is and that is the best it is everything that is different between their country and ours is in that show you know, it's funny. I saw this show. I started watching this show, and I was just like, everybody's response to it is like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on?" Like, yeah, but, but I've been to America, and I, I get it. But. but ultimately, I really wasn't surprised. And to yeah. go back to Top Gear, there was a Top Gear episode where they, uh, the the when it was Jeremy Clarkson and 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 you know all and Richard Hammond yeah, and all May. three of them. Yeah, in May, they did an episode where they went to the Bonneville Flats and they were racing basically American cars. They wanted to see how American cars did, and they and on their way th- on their way to there, did they go to Reno or uh, anyway? Doesn't matter. They went to like a casino, and and they just saw people who are basically like Joe Exotic, very similar. There's just a similar attitude, similar they people. They did an episode recently on the Grand Tour. Uh, yeah. which is their new show on Amazon Prime, yeah. uh, where they took a uh, the new Mustang, the new Charger Hellcat, or Challenger Hellcat, and the new Camaro um, uh, race version, which I can't remember the name of, and they were literally drag racing around Detroit. Like The whole episode was devoted to Detroit being an empty, bankrupt town. And they literally drag raced in Detroit, like up yeah, and down the watch I saw that one. I saw, uh, I saw that one, too. Yeah, and it's just like oh, they, they were kind of they were kind of doing like a almost like a funeral for you know Motor City America. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So, all right, whiskey. What are you sharing with us? Alibaba.com. 
global trade starts here. Uh, funny Fang tell, okay, disposable N95 face mask making machine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what, what are you 40 sharing? grand. 40 grand. Yo, who has a 3D printer? Does any of us have a 3D printer? My brother-in-law has one. Do you, you own firearms. Are you able to seize this asset so that we can get rich? <laughs> I have a CNC machine, but you, it's, it's, it is a lot to it. It's not, it's not like you're buying a bread making machine. There's a few more stages. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You just put pictures of an overly complicated machine on the internet on a GoFundMe and say that it'll cost us a million dollars to start producing. <laughs> Nobody ever follows up on these things. It's going to be fine. <laughs> oh, my God. When the government finally audits you, <laughs> Cognac. <laughs> audits me? No, no. This shit's going to be in your wife's name. Save <laughs> my first rodeo, son. I learned from Tiger He's King. Write, flip that shit around. Rocks. And when they start going, and when they start going after your wife, then we flip it to Whiskey's wife, and mm. then we flip it to my parents, and then we flip it to some dude I met on the street that I know his full name. It's fine. Oh, it's gonna be fine. God. <laughs> yeah, so you, you just reinvented the mafia. <laughs> Why don't you just incorporate yourself and save yourself the hassle? That's true. I'll incorporate myself in Nassau. Oh my god. Come at me. Then <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I can just disappear somewhere over the Gulf of Mexico. So we got a song. You gotta listen to this goddamn song. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh god. Well, <laughs> oh, have you guys noticed YouTube has been in the shitter lately? Like it just basically doesn't work. Anyway, carry on with your song. Really? Yeah, I found it's really laggy and a pain in the ass. Oh, I haven't noticed I think, that. I think bandwidth is probably like this. They're probably struggling to meet demand of literally everybody being at home. Although well, Pornhub's still fine, so all's good. <laughs> oh, I was thinking it's because you got three Pornhub windows open, too. No, uh uh. Who is honestly going, getting through? Like, uh, okay, so clearly, here, here's a good uh, uh, experiment. Oh, yes, I've seen this. I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you have seen that music video? Okay, good. Um, so that's going in the main episode. Um, here's a good social experiment. Obviously, because of social... Di well, it's not so obvious because some people are still doing it. But um, amateur videos are probably shooting through the roof. Uh, mainstream productions are probably down an all-time low. I'm sure I'm they have. A, I'm like, sure they have hard drives full of yet to be released. Yeah, stuff. yeah, no, no, yeah. Absolutely. What I'm saying is, is that um, with is social distancing in mind, um, pornography on the internet is probably taking a bit of a hit. However, how many fucking people are going to be able to get through all the pornography on the internet? Like, there's no way. And and it's like it's another it's another I'm joke. On, I'm, I'm, on, porn. I'm on Pornhub. More porn. <laughs> I'm on Pornhub page one thousand two hundred and seventy three, and there's no end in sight. <laughs> I am so chafed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Ah uh, shit! <laughs> nobody's. There's no point. 
It would be a really great test for the human but race to, to no literally system. watch every porn video. And exi- I think there's, pro- I think it's something like <clears throat> it's probably like YouTube though that like every day there's 73 years worth of content uploaded or something. So it's yeah. next, like it's it's probably just impossible. Yeah. Even nobody skipping to, even skipping to the good parts. You know, if you talk nobody to watch child. nobody watches the blowy part. That's just a woman's face and a dick. That means you're gay. <laughs> What does what does Joe Exotic say? He's like, so you, if it, do you like the small dick or the big dick? If it's the big dick, then you're a bit gay. <laughs> anything, I never heard that. Anything, anything with the, I don't understand how tranny porn is is seen as gay. You've got uh, the boobs of a woman, so you've got all the good parts of a woman. Then you've got just like the 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 penis of a dude, so it's like the least gay penis you can see. I thought we were going to have an intellectual discussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry, whiskey. <laughs> He's muted himself. He's no longer. <laughs> Has he? Oh yeah. I, I can see it. on. Oh, He's got his mute on. Doesn't mean he's not listening. Yeah. He's got his mute on. Well, he's listening. He's got his mute. He, yeah. His mute's on. Because I'm eating taco chips. Oh, okay. Oh, did you see? Did you see that? Uh, I'm not sure if it's real, and I kind of really hope it's not. But somebody put on um, like there's a picture going around Facebook of Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. Sorry, say that again. There's a picture floating around of a bag of Mountain Dew flavored Doritos with the caption, "We have gone too far." And I don't know if it's real or like Photoshop. I, I feel like I've seen that before. I kind of like don't doubt it though. Yeah. Is that like when someone gets a mullet as a joke and then it catches on and <laughs> you know what they call a mullet here in Quebec? Friday. Or Coupe Longueuil, which is like a part of Montreal that I guess like no, they I've, all I've say there. have mullets. Been there. Northern Quebec, man. <clears throat> Montreal's not northern Quebec, mate. Look no, I know. It's on the main strip. <laughs> I mean, if by the main strip you mean the St. Lawrence, then yes. Yes, <laughs> that strip. <laughs> oh, so it is a da- so it is a daily it is a Daily Mail article. I've just looked it up from the Daily Mail. Pepsi Company announces unusual Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. We've gone too far. That's funny. <laughs> we have spat in the face of God. This is our consequence. You stay at home and think about what you did. You're all grounded. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>